0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Countryfied UK podcast. Brought to you all the way from the United Kingdom. Bringing you your weekly fix of everything country. And now your hosts, Alex and Blaine. Hey
1: guys, I'm Alex and I'm with my boy Blaine. Hello, Alex. Hello. Um, Well, welcome to episode 41, um, which is... uh, it's going to be a slightly different episode um we've uh, we've had a very uh, unfortunate sad sad uh, 10 days really um with the queen passing away a very sad time for the united kingdom and for the whole world really um so we would love to dedicate this episode uh, in her majesty's honor and because uh, as of yesterday her, that was her funeral yeah so um but uh, apart from apart from that uh, you know we're going to talk more on about the the experience it has been for like us in the UK um with the queen's Pass, and, um you know but we've also got you a great interview with uh, Jade Heliwell as well and uh, who's a UK artist and has some shows coming up especially in Newcastle which we're very excited for um and then a couple of uh, songs from independent artists which we'll introduce uh, a little later on um but as I said, so let's talk about um, Her Majesty Elizabeth the Second.
0: Yeah, well, we had time in the UK. It's been
1: yeah, very. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it was one of those moments like everyone heard that she had like she was in ill health, um, and it was it was when you saw the news presenters. Everyone already had black ties on, and I think everyone by that point unfortunately assumed the worst and then six o'clock that night that's when uh we heard the news that uh, she had passed away and and uh charles the third has taken over as king and you know it was a very it was a very abrupt time for the united kingdom because that was when uh we uh realized that you know the 70 year monarchy of the queens like like you know seated on the throne is just done it's like it's a massive end of an era
0: no absolutely I mean like it, the news broke on the Thursday and it was just a crazy time because things were getting cancelled rightly so in the UK yeah. like you had the football sporting events like all like like concerts and stuff was our getting cancelled <laughs> we stopped yeah. our
1: podcast we, we didn't want to record our podcast be- out of well just, yeah out of respect
0: yeah. out of this time of mourning like for the country yeah. but like Alex said like 70 years what a, like long period of time and i don't think it actually like i listened to Piers morgan like oh, when he announced yeah. it and until he actually said that it actually puts into perspective uh, like during her time as like queen 30, that was 30 percent of america's existence
1: yeah no you're 100 right so that just like
0: was. that just sort of goes into like showing like no like in the uk not many of us has known any different no
1: uh, that's it, you know, we were born with uh uh the Queen like in uh, in power and stuff and like you, you hear all the amazing things that she's done, you know, um like she you know, she united so many countries together, you know, you got the Commonwealth and stuff like that. Um she was a huge part in just the world, not just the UK, but the world.
0: I think um, that's good in the show as well, because even when I went down to London, like the weekend of it had happened, not that was just purely by chance. Yeah. I didn't travel down just for certainly that reason. But, um, yeah, like you met so many different people down there that had just flown in for that time. Yeah. So it just goes to show how well she was thought of and well, just look at the funerals and the parades and like even up in Scotland, how fitting that was and yeah. like all the people that lined the streets. And
1: oh, it was, it was absolutely beautiful. Um, you know, like I said, it's an end of an era. Um, we're now to, coming into a modern monarchy. Um, and it, it's just it's just such a strange feeling because we'll know that we'll never have we'll never have another jubilee in our lifetime. We'll never have like that feeling of like a like a proper royal kind of uh, celebration. It's it's just it's weird to think. It's it's really
0: sad to think as well. It's, so it was like, amazing that she was waking up until the day oh, that she died. Like literally forty
1: eight hours prior. Her uh, her passing, uh, she sworn in the new prime minister.
0: So that was the last prime minister she had sworn in was uh, like Liz Truss, but the first one, like Winston Churchill, as well was like prime minister when she took over. Yeah, that's that's absolutely insane. Fifteen prime ministers in that period. I know,
1: God, Um, but but yeah, uh, bless us all. You know, she, um,
0: as I said in many posts, I said now she can actually finally retire and rest in peace. But. Hats off to like everyone in Britain, like give her the send off that she deserved. Everyone from down from the royals, from the general public to the military, to everybody really.
1: Oh well watching the funeral yesterday was just an incredible thing. Um it's as you said, they had you had the you had the Royal Navy literally f- in front and behind pulling pulling the uh, coffin down and like down the street, down the mile, um had the soldiers who lifted her up into uh, Westminster Abbey, it was it was literally bone chilling to watch. Like I, like in the sense of like like I got goosebumps like when they started singing, um just every every moment it was just a surreal thing.
0: It reminds you of like medieval times with like the way that they dress with the trumpets like just everything. It's oh. amazing, and that's one thing that like I think Britain has shown like as a nation is that I actually personally don't believe that anyone does it any better than us
1: no 100% um you know it's not it, it's it's not a bad um like uh, thing to say this uh, like the uk celebrates the life um of someone like a royal like just better than anyone could imagine um i mean you had all, pretty much nearly all the world leaders and like coming uh, united together you know in the same place uh very dangerous as well by the way but uh you know the security wise i mean you had the army there so i think you'll be alright but um it was just when they were walking down the mile like the, not only was it the marching band singing uh playing the music the thou- tens and thousands of people down the sides like when uh, you know saluting cheering and uh you know singing um, basically farewell. Oh, it just it's crazy.
0: One more thing, like a thing like why I read on the internet and it was like this just goes to show what kind of woman she was as well. So, you know, when she left Scotland and the RAF plane took her off. So they had turned around and said that one of the jets that they were gonna use was too loud. So they wouldn't hear like the trumpets and the band and everything. So they were gonna use the bigger plane, which they used to transport stuff to like war zones and that. And the use for like soldiers, like when they get transported to and from, like when they've died in battle and stuff. And uh, she, when she was presented this idea to herself saying like, this is like the mode of transport that will be used. She was like, well, if it's good enough for my boys, it's good enough for me. Yeah. And like, what a nice thing to say as well. well but, yeah, quite. but moving on, like, as you said before, our episode sort of like, we didn't want to put out an episode but we have also got a schedule to stick by as well. Oh, yeah. So what had happened was we actually had a whole episode planned for independent artists. Yes. So that sort of like went out the window. As soon as the news broke me and Alex just says, no, we can't do it until after the funeral, like just out of pure respect. So we've managed to take over some of the tracks from, the independent there, artists yeah. and we're going to spread them out over the next couple of episodes because we also have many interviews that we have lined up
1: well that's it um for example jade halliwell you know halliwell you just we we have to get that one definitely out because she's got a gig coming up really soon and uh, we really want to promote it and uh, we really want to be there as well so yeah i so looking forward to that um but Go, moving on um you know like i said this uh, this episode's uh, dedicated to the queen uh we've said what our experience has been like uh here and uh we hope that you guys have experienced some sort of kind of, like positive emotion from it too but um next thing we're going to go on to is actually our first independent artist who is uh, jennifer alfarado so very uh, very kind of like uh, the last name alfarado um She's uh, from North uh, like uh, North Carolina. She's a singer-songwriter. She sent in uh, this track. She sent in a couple of tracks actually, but th- this one um it was actually hard to choose because we needed to play one and it was actually hard to choose from, but I chose this one. Um this song is called Curious. Um it was a finalist for Best Pop Song for the Winter 2022 World Songwriting Awards and won Best Pop Song for the Indie Songwriters Awards in Winter 2022. So I mean, I literally when I listened to it, it was a case of I understand that.
0: Yeah, it's got but, some serious accolades behind that.
1: 100 percent. And as I was explaining to Blaine uh, before, I I, th- I felt like it had a little bit of like Taylor Swift and Miley Cyrus vibes to it, like if they were joined together, like the kind of song, like well the singing as well, like it, it's got quite a quite a nice vibe to it. So uh, obviously, we'll see if you guys would agree, and uh, we'll see see what you think from there. But uh, this is uh, Jennifer, Je- Jennifer, So yeah, I'm, I'm getting to, get to the point where I'm, like, full. Um, Jennifer Alvarado with Curious.
2: I can see you looking at me from across the room With every single glance I get a little more confused You shouldn't want me. I shouldn't want you. All of our reasons. We follow the rules, but all I keep dreaming.
1: So that was Jennifer Alvarado with Curious. Um, what do you think, Blin? Absolutely
0: amazing. Now I can understand why she's got them accolades like you were talking about beforehand. And 100%. that is the first time that I've heard that. Know, Alex had like, me. previously heard that and he uh, chose that song as well. So, And I can see where you're coming from when you says it's like a blend between them two artists together, but putting her own sort of twist on it.
1: Yeah, because... Uh, this this was the beauty when we got these emails through me and blaine always decide that we're going to pick one and then we kind of hide it from each other until we actually listen to it live so one of us don't know what what to expect so yeah, yeah. I like
0: it. and i was very curious to find out what uh, it's about
1: no, no no i'm the one who comes out with those kind of things not you back off <laughs>
0: But uh, no, that's absolutely fantastic. And thank you, Jennifer, for sending that in. And if you guys like that, make sure to go and check her out on Spotify, on her social media pages, on YouTube, and everywhere Everything. where you can find her music. Because yeah. if it's anything like that, I know I'm a fan now, and I'll be going to search that. 100%. Um,
1: best thing is, I've now got it on my uh, my playlist anyway, so ha-ha. Um, <laughs> just, just bragging. So um, next up, we're going to be... Uh, we're going to be showing the interview for uh, Jade Halliwell. So this is going to be, th- th- this was a fun interview. It was really enjoyable. She's a, she's a great laugh. Um, she's got a great personality and she is also massively talented.
0: Yeah, it's a girl that we've like met in person once before, which we can't really say for half the people that we've interviewed. Yeah. So it's quite it's quite nice when you've sort of met someone in person and then talked to them afterwards. Um, but no, like, just just to go off, like, she was 2017, 2018, and 2021, BCMA, Female Vocalist of the Year.
1: I know, it was crazy, wasn't it? Because we saw, we saw her at the 2021. Yeah. Because um, uh, we mentioned it in the interview, but I always have that one memory of just when we got there, this, uh, this girl up on stage with little um, curling bits in her hair, just singing. And I was just like, wow, I mean, what an amazing vocalist. Like, honestly, she wow, she can sing. And then thinking to myself, I hope that's not what she's wearing. <laughs> it's <laughs> and uh, she was just getting ready.
0: <laughs> but like you said, like, when we first met her, like, she was such a bundle of laughs. We met her at the um, British uh, Music Awards down in Chelsea last year. And just someone that we instantly, like, clicked with. Um, and also being a northerner like us, she's from, like, West Yorkshire. But... Yeah, just absolutely fantastic talent and one of the best in the UK right now. 100%. Um,
1: and also, she gives out some dates that she, for everyone listening in the UK right now. She's got dates, uh, listen out for them. Um, she's going to be touring around. Um, and like I said, if uh, for most of you who are from uh, the Newcastle base, she's going to be at Hustlers on the 11th of October. So get yourself there because it, it's It's going to be good. Um, If you want to get tickets, uh, then if you go onto like Yeehaw's uh, social profiles, you can get them through there. And I'm sure there's other, many other means of uh, methods, but easier. Find them on Instagram, get your tickets booked. So without further ado, this is Jade Halliwell. So we are now joined with Jade Halliwell. How are you doing?
3: I am very well, thank you. How are you?
1: We are very well. We are enjoying a bit of sunshine for once in the UK.
3: Sunshine, it's rained here like all day.
1: Get so. in, finally, yeah. finally. In some,
3: right
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you know, do you know what? When every time, because it's nice to actually speak with someone who's from the UK. Um, <laughs> so when we speak to Americans, oh, yeah, it's way hot here, it's 40 40 degrees and stuff like that. And we're just like, it's absolutely lashing down outside. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually nice. I know that we're only about like three hours apart, yeah. really. Um, but it's nice to say that we've got the sunshine for yeah, once.
3: Got the sun. It's been a bit miserable here today had a small oh. break. I had to um, go to Hull this morning with Luke, who was like, repairing his guitar case. And we had like a half an hour break, and it was quite sunny, so we sat outside. But then by the time I got the car, it started raining again. And then the closer to home we got, the worse. It was just like a dark cloud descended. <laughs> and it just has not really got any brighter since then. So enjoy your sun.
1: <laughs> well, we've got it all week, so I am. I'm, I'm going to be out there getting a the suntan. Um for the last of
0: September, whatever it is now,
1: <laughs> but uh, no, it's really good. Uh, good seeing you. Good speaking to you. Because uh, as uh, we just discussed really before, that the last time we saw you uh, was at the BCMAs in Chelsea uh, nearly a year ago.
3: I know that's flown, isn't that, it?
1: Yeah, and yeah. if I if I recall, uh, a nice little award was won as well.
3: Yes, yes. A uh, bit of a shock, actually. I won the uh, Female Vocalist of the Year award but it was right before I was due to go on and perform. So I was like in the chair <laughs> room getting ready. And then I heard it. I was like, oh, I better put some shoes on and run. It's so, like pulling my
2: boots
1: on. I was going to say, you didn't, you didn't come up with the curls. I think that's when you didn't come up with curls at that point, did you? I think that was when me and Blaine saw you. The- rehearsals. Yeah. Exactly- yeah. <laughs> Cause I remember go- like, we were listening to your rehearsal and we thought we were like, Oh wow. Amazing vocals. Strange look, but amazing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had the rollers in for the yeah. afternoon. The prep. <laughs>
1: It was awesome, but uh, no, I mean, I, you say you were shocked, but let's be honest, uh, there, there's no doubt that it was the fact that it was definitely best female folk oh, but, I thank mean, you, you absolutely smashed it. I mean, uh, as well, considering you just got that shocking, uh, well, you say, shocking news, like that news of it, um, and then going performing, it's just like, you, you did amazing, and uh, oh, we really sweet. enjoyed it.
3: Oh, good. Glad you liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. It was fun.
1: Uh, I, I can I can only imagine must be imagine just performing. Just like as soon as you just won an award and then you get to perform it in front of everyone as well, you'd it's like that'd be awesome. Uh, unfortunate for all the other people who didn't win and then had to perform, but you know, doesn't matter about them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we've interviewed them as well. And if they hear this, they're gonna hate me. Um Blaine said it, not me. I've stayed silent <laughs> in this all. <laughs> it's probably best. um so uh, one one of my favorite questions i love asking people first is um so how did you get into the music?
3: um a long time ago really when i was like 9 or 10 um i started singing on karaoke on holiday and then came back and there was a local studio where you could go and record a cd so i went there and then kind of built it up and started performing at like my r- local rugby club um like on the pitch in between like a halftime and stuff like that. And uh, after the game yeah. and doing like charity events, people asked me to sing at the weddings and things. And then when I got to about 19, I started playing guitar and really you know, writing my own music. And that's kind of when I fell into the country world. Cause I was listening to like Taylor Swift and Carrie Underwood, Like and Dolly Parton. And I loved the sto- storytelling and the songwriting. So um, I kind of reflected how I was writing my songs as well then, but it wasn't really until sort of 2015, 2016, when I really started getting into the country scene and, and discovering that there was actually a scene over here of original music <laughs> and gigs happening. And I used to get the train to Manchester to watch shows through W21 Music. Um, and then Buckle & Boots started. Uh, I started just going to gigs and, like, BMA's, like you say, and, um, yeah, just, it's just grown since then, really.
1: That's awesome. Uh, so how old were you when you started just went... Oh, I can sing.
3: Um, I was like nine. I remember we were going on a family holiday to Torquay, and my mum had said, oh, and there's a, we'll go to this place called the Coach House, and it has karaoke on." <laughs> and I had a little purple karaoke at home at the time, and I was adamant I was going to learn a song to sing on it. So I, I practiced um, <laughs> Whitney Houston' Greatest Love of All, like Day and Night.
1: <laughs> no way! I, I'm not even joking. I was th- I was going to say to you, I bet you sang a Whitney Houston song. <laughs> That is mad. I wish yeah. I said. I wish I said it now. <laughs> Gutted.
3: Um, and then I sang that, and they recorded it on a. This was the nineties on a cassette for me. Nice. <laughs> that, uh, my mum still got home, and it's dreadful. But at the time, I was like, "Oh yeah, I really like this singing thing." <laughs> so that's when I came back home and like started recording on CD. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah a CD player came out. None of this tape cassettes.
0: <laughs> Funny, because like when we actually finally met you, at the BCMAs, we came back and we're doing like artists to watch out for, like for this year. And Alex actually picked yourself as one of the artists. Oh, and, oh thank you. And tell, we're, tell taught, we're okay. talking about um, about a YouTube video, like a video we've seen on Facebook of you up in, oh. was it on a night out in Leeds singing oh, Hallelujah? Yes. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: And I just, how much that absolutely blew our minds, like when we're watching it, just like your vocals on that as well.
3: Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was a weird one. That was I was very drunk in that video. Um the songs were too high. <laughs> but um I'd basically I'd be out with my friends for a birthday. This was back in um 2017. Um, and then we were passing a busker and I uh, started singing with him and my friend recorded it and stuck it on Facebook and we just went about as night. And then it, it kind of blew up over the next few days. Um and that's sort of when it, Things went a bit mad because at the time I was working as a teaching assistant um, in a primary oh. school and I kept getting asked them to go and do interviews and, like, meetings and radio sessions. And obviously when you work in school, you can't book time off. You just get the, t- like, half-term time yeah. off. I had to keep getting special time requested from the headmaster and then I kind of realised I needed to do one thing. All we were able stick at the school and go on to do my teach training and just keep music as, like, something I did around that or throw everything into music and... Um, I went with the second option and thankfully that's worked so
1: far. Yeah, I was just about to say, so what school do you teach at then? Yeah.
3: <laughs> so what year group do you teach? Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: But, so going back to like your music and that, your most recent release, like uh, Woman I Am, that's uh, going to like, what is that song about? Because it's going to be like, we're going to talk about it in a second, about why it's a special title, but what is that song about?
3: Basically, it's about how in all aspects of life, so in music or in just your day-to-day life with people you interact with, where you work, your groups of friends and family, people will try to box you into what fits for them um and tell you kind of how you are and judge how you you know look and talk and behave and all these things and it's just kind of saying like enough's enough with that and like this is how I am and I might be a bit emotional or abrupt or whatever and these personality traits that people have and I'm just saying but this is who I am and I'm going to own it and I'm going to be proud of who I am um and I had the idea for the chorus and like the theme and I got to co-write with Laura Oakes who I love Laura's writing um and as soon as I got in with it she was like yeah I know exactly where, where we're going with this song so I was very 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 lucky to be able to write this one with Laura and the end product is says exactly what I wanted this song to say.
1: Well, perfect which then uh, brings us on to uh the the whole Woman I Am tour yeah. so yeah name of the song na- name of the tour you, yeah. you can't you can't you know you can't promote it any better than naming the song <laughs> like uh the, with the tour but um Obviously, you're going to have to mention uh, some of these places that you're going to. And uh, I think if I, I'm right, is it the first one is uh, is uh, the home hometown of me and Blaine?
3: It is, yeah. So the Woman I Am tour kicks off on the 11th of October in Newcastle. It yes. is. So I've actually only played in Newcastle like two or three times. <gasps> but I've never done a headline show there. I've always just played like um, the supporting stuff um so i'm really excited to be up there it's gonna be a full band show oh, um nice. and the Yeehaw haw tonk guys are putting it on um so it's definitely gonna be a fun night i was up at the venue um a couple of months ago doing some promo shots and it is really really cool really fun in there they've got like a ball pool pit and stuff like at the side of the stage um i won't be That's in that, well we'll just leave
1: obviously. blaine Put <laughs> him <laughs> in the ball pit and just say you just stay there till the end <laughs>
3: Uh, But yeah, it was really cool. I'm really excited to get up there. And then from Newcastle, we go on to Glasgow, uh, Hull, Manchester, Batley, Brighton and London as well. So uh, I've got quite a few dates up and down the country. Yeah, I'm Mm, excited. And I've got uh, Amelia Quinn, who uh, I'm a big fan of. She's coming out on the full run with me. And then obviously each gig, we've got some different support acts kicking off the show as well.
1: Yeah, I I noticed you kind of come from like, the mid middle to the like uh, northeast, then north, then yeah. come back to the middle to go south. Yeah, like it. It must be crazy planning like a tour and having that kind of travel plan.
3: Yeah, well, luckily I don't get involved in any of that because my geography skills are terrible. <laughs> Uh, and I would have a zigzagging across the country. like you would
1: have ended up <laughs> in Wales.
3: Limited time to get anywhere. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't get involved in the actual routing of the tour. I just kind of say where I want to play. Um, and then Luke, um, who does the bookings, he will route it out and try to work with venues. And, yeah, I don't know how he does it, because obviously you have a, tour, a map in mind, but you need to make sure that all those venues and promoters can actually do the dates that are going to line up. In uh, that run, so I'm I'm glad I, I do the singing part and not. Ready.
1: you know you you and me are very similar apart from the singing bit, um <laughs> I, like I'm I'm talkative as you've probably just worked out I am super talkative, um, and Blaine is literally the the man who he's the one who he gets in touch with everyone he organises <laughs> all the dates I just turn up,
2: <laughs>
1: like I, I mean yeah. I'm gonna give you a secret <laughs> into background here, <laughs> these questions. Like, you know, I, I already know things and stuff like that. So I, I, I just, I'm planning on winging it, but no, no, he's organized. He goes, these are the questions. These are what we're going to ask. And he's just like, none of your bull tonight. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So when you, when I was looking at the poster earlier on, uh, is there been a venue confirmed for the London date yet?
3: Yes. Um, it's a, it's a bit of a different one than the London one. So we're actually doing a night. So the book and bowl nights, all right. it's lecture work so that's what the london day is it's on the 21st Ooh. um
0: so
3: that'd be cool because we get to be the live band uh but then they also afterwards for people who just go for the entire night they've got like a dj on you can get food uh there's a booking bronco like so there's all sorts of stuff that you can get on um
0: that's one we need to go to that my keeps inviting me to i know i really want to go yeah <laughs>
3: I've been uh, I've never played it before, but I've been I went um to watch Katy Gill there and I went to watch American Young there, and they were really fun nights, so I'm looking forward to that. And it's a Friday night as well. Everyone loves a Friday.
0: <laughs> Bet there's no better feeling than being on tour and just doing what you love every night on the road, singing your tracks to all your fans.
3: Absolutely, yeah. I think um obviously it's great to be able to write and record your music, but there's nothing quite like going out live and performing it and seeing people sing the songs back to you and uh, ah. tell you like what how they connect to songs and things like yeah. that that you wrote like on a you know most of the things that are out at the minute i wrote on a little tiny zoom camera because it was during lockdown <laughs> um so it's it, it really cool
0: <laughs> when you mentioned before that there'll be different like support acts like at the gigs are they going to be like locally talent like local talents from the area
3: yeah, um, I don't think everyone's finalised just yet, but um, the only one we've announced so far is in Brighton. We've got Lucy May Walker, um, who I love Lucy May. I've never actually seen her in person, just like online. So I'm excited to see her live. Um, and then, yeah, so all the other cities, it'll be like people who are fairly local or have like some sort of connection to the city where we're playing.
1: Do you have one for Newcastle? Because I haven't met.
3: I don't think that's been confirmed yet, but I could be wrong. I haven't spoken to the promoters. No,
0: Alex, you're not singing.
3: <laughs> if you if you want me to put you forward, see if there's any uh, slots in the audition time.
1: Do they know Russell Dickerson songs? I can do covers. Not very well, but I can do them. <laughs>
0: I've got a, I've got a voice of an angel. Yeah, angel of death, but I've got a voice of one. But um, one thing, like you've been like really busy recently. You've just performed at like the Long Road Festival and Nashville, meet to London, like rubbing shoulders with the stars. Like you opened up for Priscilla Block the other day. What, what's this whole like past couple of weeks been like for yourself?
3: Ah, oh, it's been a bit crazy. Yeah. Um, it all kind of kicked off in July. We got the tour support with Tanya Arts and then fairly soon after that, like, so we got the Priscilla Block tour support, and then busy with festivals. Did Millport, and then following with the Long Road um and then this week we're going to Denmark um to do the Nashville uh the Nashville Night Songwriters Tour um so it's been very full-on and a bit surreal really like people who I've admired whose music I listened to and then we got to like hang out with them and, and kick the shows off for them um but it's been it's been really good and it's just really cool to see like US artists coming over and giving the chance to someone from the UK to open up um and getting to show them that like you know country over
1: here as well oh brilliant um and you've just mentioned the whole going over to Denmark that would perfectly you you do know it's like you know what the questions are (laughs) in front um so who who are the other like do you know the other singer songwriters that you're doing it with
3: yeah I'm gonna pull up a poster because there are so many names um but like the, the, the first time we went we um we did like a tour around Denmark. So that was back in February. And um we, we played different venues and it was myself, Gary Quinn, um Blue Foley, Peyton Taylor, um, Lockwood and Trick Savage. And we kind of took the round ra- the rounds got mixed each time we went, but this time it's a full weekend. There's like seventy or 80 different artists on like all the weekends. So I know for as me, and there's um, Gary Quinn. And then there's Beth Nielsen Chapman. There's Trick again, Trick Savage, Blue Foley. Um, Trying to make my phone twist around, and it won't. Um, Who else on the Ava Page? Um... Oh my God, there's so many names, Dan smaller. <laughs> uh, Do you know, I was generally just expecting like four
1: people. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, it's, it, there's a lot. There's a lot of people on there. Uh, so that's going to be fun. And the really good part about it is um, we're staying for the entire thing. So even when we're not playing, we'll get to go to all the other shows and watch everyone. And I'm sure I'll have a thousand ideas in my head because I was be super inspired by all these amazing writers.
0: <laughs> so there's like, like you've just said before, that you've been to Denmark before uh what's like the sort of country music singer songwriter scene across there like
3: it was incredible um and really didn't know what to expect it was my first time playing over there um so i thought people might not really get the music or might not really be into it but the crowds were amazing they sat in complete silence listening to every word and then they were, like heavily applauded, and like we've got some innovations they bought cds and uh, they were very, very kind afterwards. And uh, a lot of people have then gone on to follow me on social media. And they said they, they love country music over there. And they love the idea of, like, the in-the-round thing. Uh, and uh, what Nashville Knights, Denmark, are doing a lot, a, a great job of is taking these shows over and bringing people from around the world over to, to put these shows on. And so that festival we're doing next week is spread all across, like, one city in loads of different venues and stuff. So it's really, really cool.
0: That's so cool. Because, like, when... I think when people think country music, they think America, but every place has got their own little country scenes going on. And then since we've started doing this, we found out there's festivals in like Eastern Europe, like Latvia, there's like Denmark, Sweden, Spain. And then obviously you've got the UK, America, because it struck us today because Luke Combs is going on a tour. And um, he's got like places like he's sold out Amsterdam, Belgium yeah. like all these other places where you just probably wouldn't think country music is
3: yeah definitely like um there's the sounds of national they do like CTC and like Berlin and all the German stuff I think Carla Pierce is actually playing there tonight so like and that's sold out like it is like a definite scene across Europe and like you say all, all different parts of the world that you never kind of think of I think when you first kind of pick up country music like you say you think of oh, Nashville Tennessee that's it. <laughs> and then you get into it you're like wow it's huge and I've been looking to go loads of different places around the world playing and there's always a big scene which is always surprising but very very nice
1: oh that's awesome i would love to go to denmark as well like to just Mm -hmm. listen to music there because it'll be it'll be
2: interesting
1: (laughs) honestly i I need a holiday i i think i should just go to denmark next week just just go just go just go on wednesday yeah hide in your guitar I mean,
3: to be fair. I, I am the heavy. Case we take looks like a coffin. I don't even ever seen Luke's case at gigs. It's called Scott Dixon. It's amazing. It's like a flight case, but it fits three guitars in. But it's like a weird shape, but so good, like to protect your um, guitars and equipment on flights. But everywhere we take it, when I call taxis to take us to the airport and things, they come out and they're like, Is that "A coffin." <laughs>
1: sounds perfect for me no
3: no there's nobody in there just guitar maybe you know if we rejig it we could squeeze you in and
1: (laughs) big and weird shape it's perfect for me that's that's what I
0: like to hear I've got a question for you right and I asked Alex the other day about it right and it's about singer songwriting so if you had to make like a singer songwriter carousel sort of thing and it was you plus four other people who would be the four other people that you would pick to, like, do the show with? And they can be artists from anywhere in the world.
3: Ooh, that's a good one. Um, i pick Laura Ux, because I am in awe of her writing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would pick... There's a girl over in America who I've been obsessed with since I was a teenager called Jordan Hart, and she's an amazing writer. I'd pick her. And then... Ooh, who else would I pick? There's so many writers who I'm obsessed with.
1: It took um, me ages.
3: Shane McAnally because he writes all the hits. Um, Liz Rose, she wrote some of Taylor's old school bangers.
1: I don't love that,
3: so I'll go, I'll go with that lineup for now. It's a pretty
1: solid, <laughs> just, lineup just just right. for now. I like that. Ed. I'll go for that one for now, and then if any of them disappoint me, I'll uh, replace them. <laughs> Leg one's complete. Yeah, no nobody's a uh, maybe like, I will put the knives
3: two rounds, and I could add some more
1: people. Yeah, I would <laughs> yeah just. You know, if you don't pull your weight, you're out for the next show. <laughs> Simple as. Um,
3: <laughs> um,
1: so speaking of songs, um, we have a new one coming out if I believe on the 16th of September, which is Lead On Me.
3: Yes, yes, this oh, it's Saturday, this Friday, 16. Um, it's so "Lead me on, sorry. Lead me on. <laughs> um, but it's um yeah, it's from the EP that I've been working on. Uh, that is hopefully going to be out very, very soon. I'm just waiting to make the announcement. Um, And yeah, it's about kind of knowing you're in a situation where someone's like promising you everything and they're never going to deliver those things for you. And they are just kind of making you a bit of a fool, leading you on, but you're wise to it. So you're just going to play along with it. And meanwhile, you're waiting for something better to come along anyway.
0: (laughs) Just like your singer-songwriters. Yeah. I'll
3: let you on my round, but potentially someone better coming in. (laughs)
0: So, so awesome. this this like new track of yours. Will you be playing that for the first time at the Singer Songwriter Festival?
3: Uh, yes, I will. Yeah, oh. um, very excited to debut it and hopefully see see what the reactions like. Yeah, and it's always cool. different playing them in a round as well because they're like acoustic stripped back. And whereas on the tour when I get to play it, that'll be the first time I play it with the band, and it's a very different like delivery of the song, having everything in there. That's
4: awesome.
1: I, I love when. Uh, I like when people say, Oh, I'm gonna sing this song for the first time, and like and then it's a, an absolute banger. I, I can't imagine the feeling that you'll end up getting when everyone's just like cheering on for it. Yeah. And, and the thing is, as soon as you play it literally a couple of times, the next gig you go to, you'll probably have those same people there and they'll be singing the song back that you've only played like three times to you. <laughs> first of all, you'll be thinking, How the hell do you know the words yeah. already? <laughs> like but that's that's how it works.
3: Yeah, definitely.
1: But um, I mean, I, I've literally, I don't think I can ask any more questions because I feel like if I do, I'm going to put you in, uh, put you on the hot seat for <laughs> making you try and, uh, say who else you want on your singer songwriters. <laughs> like just who, who else do you want in your band? Is there anyone? Do you want to replace anyone in the band?
3: Luke can't be in pulling <laughs> <I'm joking>. his. <laughs> no, I'm very lucky. End of a message. I've, got a, I've got a brilliant band. Uh, I've got a band full of guys, uh, Luke Barrett, Phil Donnelly, and Luke Thomas. I uh, like my regular.
1: You like your Lukes.
3: A great one. I like the Luke. I know.
1: Yeah.
3: Phil's a great player, but he's just got the wrong name. Um, <laughs> <am> I-
1: <laughs> just, have to get, just get rid of him. Uh,
3: yeah. No, they're really good. Really, really talented, and um, it's been fun having summer playing the festivals with them, and they're all going to be on the tour as well.
1: Well, we really look forward to seeing them on the eleventh of October in Newcastle yeah. um, at Howlers. Um, how how can you say that without sounding Jordy Howlers? I'm not even going to try because <laughs> I'm worse. <laughs> <Yeah. Like. laughs>
0: I I'm literally trying not to sound Jordy while I'm saying that, but Howlers. <laughs> it just comes- Such a cool venue. Because like before, it was Howlers. It was I like called House of Smith. And it oh, was like this, like sort of oh, high end, like nightclub sort of thing. Yeah. And then they've changed, like right, the thing with like, I've actually not even been in. I've just seen the pictures of the shoot you did with uh, Christina Yeah. and like the little stage, and I've seen the ball pit and everything like that. So it's going to yeah, be a fantastic evening.
3: Yeah, looking forward to it.
0: I cannot wait. <laughs>
1: That's going to be good. And we really look forward to seeing you there live and speak to you in person. But, Jade, Thank you so much for joining us uh, on your on your evening, I'm assuming off. Um there is actually one more question I am gonna ask you. Okay. So obviously being a fellow UK person, uh you understand accents. <laughs> now, can you can you do accents is the
3: <laughs> this is like a running joke. Me um I think I can and I try them all the time, including on stage, but everyone else is like, <laughs> stop.
0: <laughs> Lead blue. So
1: bad. Well, I tell you what, just in case, just in case that you end up coming to Newcastle and you get asked, which by the way will now be me <laughs> asking you to do a Geordie accent while you're up on stage, just a quick bit of practice. Just what what kind of like accent. just uh I,
3: I mean I watched a lot of Geordie Shaw when I was younger. Oh, God. So, oh. don't
1: they don't don't put us into that category. <laughs> I know it has Geordie in front of them, but there was nothing sure about it. I've just I been a little it. bit sick of me more.
3: I'm uh, just, just, just winding back to see Charlotte having a do-on programme to get the accent in my head. <laughs> well
1: when um, when you're when you're ready, just give us right. any sentence. I wanna I wanna hear your best, Geordie.
3: Why I? Tell your mum I'm gonna be your owlers on 11th of October. <laughs> 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 Do our passage <partner>, as <laughs> That's
0: pretty good to be fair. <laughs> it wasn't
1: it wasn't bad. It was It was the October bit which got me how much (laughs) emphasis you put into it. In October.
0: (laughs) You went from like Geordie to Jamaican back to Geordie to
3: Jamaican. (laughs) And normally every accent I try to do goes into just a bad Irish (laughs) accent. No matter what accent I'm trying to do.
1: Well, actually, I'll be honest, I think that's the best attempt we've had. Oh, yeah. So... (laughs) but uh, uh jade thank you so much for joining us um it has been an absolute pleasure and we do really look forward to meeting you in person yeah, so nice have a good night over.
3: thank you you too
1: so that was jade Hedwell and uh once again guys if uh if you haven't got a music or anything like that get on bloody spotify now and get it sorted and yeah. uh, but i uh, did you like her, her accent at the end uh uh Newcastle slash
0: Jamaican. <laughs> and the Jamaican accent sounds like Sebastian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was... Uh, uh Do you know what? It was definitely our best attempt we've had. So. Do you know what
0: I love as well? Is like when we ask people to do it, how game they are to do it as well. I know. It
1: it, it. it is a bit... I'm not sure if it's insulting in some sort of way, but...
0: The amount of horrible accents I've heard people try when I meet them and they're just like, yeah, it gets used to it. But, like, obviously um after we spoke to jade and a new single just came out the other day as well uh lead me on so definitely go and check that out guys or lean lead on me depends uh depends who's saying it
1: (laughs) um yeah blaine stitched me up on that one i'm just i'm putting that what you mean apparently so you you wrote it down and you know what i'm like i read exactly what is written in front of me you've done this to me twice (laughs)
0: <laughs> but regardless that song came out four days ago so if you haven't already definitely go and check it out um and if you're on at any of them times of them dates that the shows are on definitely yeah. go and see yeah. tickets because you'll be absolutely blown away by your vocals like forget everything else just vocally she's one of the best that we've heard not in the uk as well in like, the world yeah, as well definitely um and like a support actor is absolutely amazing amelia and like, who else? Like, Because she didn't say who's going to like be supporting her in Newcastle or elsewhere, so we excited to see who she brings along. That's true. I mean,
1: we, obviously the hint was for me to do it, but, you know, she wasn't biting. Yeah. Um, probably best. Like, you know, I'm, and I'm, I'm busy.
0: If you're in the Newcastle area as well, our hometown... Definitely get yourself along because not as like it's not only just going to be a party like it's going to be a yeehaw party as well because they are the guys that do it. You've probably heard about us talk about them before with the botanist brunches that they do. It's an absolute like cowboy party, like it's crazy, buck wild. Let's go, yeah, hundred percent, do it. And best
1: thing is, guys, you get to meet me and Blin.
0: Yeah, we'll be there in attendance. Yeah, 100%. You know, we try to push it here. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to scare, people, scare away. people away. <laughs> right,
1: so we, we might not be there then, you know, or hiding in the back. Or if somewhere. you're a crazy
0: stalker, please don't come.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. Unless you're going to, like, follow someone else. Yeah,
0: Jade's uh, fine. Follow yeah, Jade. Jade.
1: Follow Jade. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's an extra, extra few. Um, so uh, moving on from stalking, uh, we're, the, I've got a big list of songs. A Big, big list of songs that you guys need to go out and check. This is definitely the new, uh, of something amazing here. So let's start with number one Three Whiskies and the Truth, Little Big Town. That song is absolutely quality. I love listening like to the
0: it. Play on the words there,
1: yeah. Three Whiskeys and the Truth, Little Big Town. Um, it is absolutely banging. Uh, we got History, Mitchell Tenpenny, Never Leave, Bailey Simmerman. Uh, I I honestly thought I was going to say that wrong there because I said it so fast, cinnamon. Um, I thought I was going to say cinnamon, <laughs> but, but I didn't. So happy days, Bailey. Um, if You Go Down, Kelsey Ballerini. Uh, money Spent, Co Wetzel. Bridesmaid, Kylie Morgan. If I Was Your Lover, Kip Moore and Morgan Wade. Nothing Right, Scotty McCreary. Oh, I tell you what, he's great as well. I love Scotty McCreary. He's absolutely class. Um, drink On, Levi, human, hum, human, human. Once again, I almost said hummus and I don't know why. Food on the mind. I honestly, I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> hating everything she tries on. Drake Milligan. Dangerous, uh, dangerous song by the sounds of that mind. Uh, hating everything she tries on. Never say that to your partner. You always say, yes, you look great. Um, back in the saddle. Ashley Cook. Any day now. Sack Brown Band and Ingrid Andress. Take a slow. Connor Smith and Ryan Hurd, Emma, Drew Baldridge. Emma, what?
0: <laughs> I'm just pleased you got that right. <laughs> uh,
1: what do you think I was going to say? Hi, Drew Baldridge, <laughs> Baldridge. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, Bald, <laughs> Emma by <laughs> Drew Baldridge. Um, so that's Emma, <laughs> Drew Baldridge, and uh, finally, Be the Whiskey, Julia Cole. Oh. Absolutely banging songs. Nothing you can go wrong.
0: What's funny is how you like that should be a new game that we should play next week.
1: How fast you can say people's names. No, no, Either like or think of food. Like
0: think of food. So like an artist. Like barely cinnamon. Like, you know, like you've I got to match them up with that. like a thing. So we'll we'll have to have a thing about that next week and see who can come up with the best one.
1: Uh, it'll probably be me, and it will be by accident. Yeah, let's be honest. If you, once again, I'm hungry. Right, so simple as that. Food is on the mind, and the first thing I did was match people's names with food. I, I didn't even mean to. You know, it, it, I'm glad... Uh,
0: Somebody get this man a burger. <laughs>
1: get this guy a pretzel. <laughs> but uh, moving on, Blaine.
0: So, yeah, so this week we've got a better country news. Obviously, we've been like 10 days out of it, so obviously the world's been moving on, so... I don't know if he's been living under a rock, but Luke Holmes announced that he was going on a European tour. Oh, um, yeah. And if you manage to get tickets in the pre-sale, if, if you're not you lucky, if so you manage to get them in the general sale, wow. They all like, tell us dust. how you did it. <laughs> and if you've got two free tickets going, think of me and Alex and we'll be there. I mean, we're talking like October, 2023. So yeah. this is like more than a year. Yeah. and like it's already Sold selling out. out, and he's done two nights at the O2 Arena. I think he probably will announce a third one. I think he's going and to announce got a third one. Special guests on there. He's doing Glasgow. He's doing Manchester. He's going across Dublin, and you know he's got all of like in Europe as well. So if if you got a ticket, well done.
1: Uh, I was I was going. You know, he, he's just a small time country artist. I don't know how how he managed to do that.
0: Ironically. I, don't, I can't think off the top of my head, apart from like what Garth Brooks has just done, who we'll talk about in a second, but I can't think of any other artist that could probably come across and do what he's doing at the minute. No, no, chance. So well done, Luke, for being a bit of a trendsetter. Absolute smashing it, man. Um, So for all you cowboys and cowgirls out there, like <laughs> the Yellowstone TV programme and the other show that they do, 1883, you might know that they're doing another show called 1923 in the franchise, and they actually are putting a Terminator franchise star in, so Never. I know you're going to like this. So Harrison's Ford's good friend in Yellowstone's prequel, 1923, is the cyberg that tried to kill Arnie in Terminator 2. Never. Yeah. Actor the Robert Patrick. Yes, sir. So Actor Robert Patrick has been added to the series as a regular as the show beefs up its cast and fulfillment. Um, i hope he does the run oh Just with like, his little no,
1: arms with his little arms like a t-rex i ah.
0: mean it might be out of play like if it's meant to be in 1923 the cyborg but um so patrick whose character's name was t2 was t1000 in its latest fury of the cast editions for 1923 ahead of its december premiere on paramount plus yellowstone in 1883 fans also on. uh We'll now know he plays Spencer Dutton, the youngest of two sons, fathered by Tim McGraw's James Dutton in 1883. We also know Ford and Helen Mirren are playing um, in the roles as well. So, amazing! What a what, what lineup that is! So what a cast! I know you're a big movie buff, I so love, you'll be I love one. A bit of movies. Um, so, like we were saying before, do we know anyone who that can come across to Europe and do shows like they have? But Garth Brooks has just been across, and he's been across an island doing his stadium shows and absolutely blowing it out the park. Ever like I've seas of people, everyone's raving how good it was, how fantastic it was. But he came out this week and revealed that he had to lose fifty pounds weight loss ahead of his Croke Park return. Never. So that's some serious like how well did he do doing. It, man? <laughs> so losing fifty pounds, rehearsing for a massive big stadium show, like well done for doing that. Yeah, good for you, bud. Um Carrie Underwood performed the other day and she uh did a tribute for Vince Gill. So yeah. like obviously Vince Gill's still alive. Um, but it was yeah. during the a, CMT tribute.
1: Yeah. He stands up. I'm yeah.
0: still alive. Oh, <laughs> just just in case anyone thought something might have happened to Vince Gill. It hasn't. Um but it was during the CMT Giants episode. Um and she did a powerhouse rendition of Go Rest High on That Mountain and it left Vince Gill like proper emotional as well. So, well don't carry on that one. Uh, Lainey Wilson shares a throwback video on uh, social medias with Luke Combs with a song that they've done called We've Come a Long Way. So that's absolutely fantastic as well because it's like Luke in a bit of his earlier days and Laney as well. So get going uh, there, watch cool. that one. And finally, like Cairn Brown and his wife Caitlin celebrate early success of their duet, Thank God. So if you haven't heard this already, Cairn Brown released a new song called Thank God and his wife's doing vocals on it as well. Which is, uh,
1: <laughs> you had one before, it was
0: my turn. Oh, wow, just wow. Um, but it came out on September the 9th, and it's already getting like critic reviews and stuff. And Cairn Brown just landed in Australia yesterday, so oh, wow. he landed there because he's got headline shows across there. So that's absolutely amazing, as well. Yeah, awesome. That Australia's loving the country music, like Cairn Brown, as well. Amazing, wow. and that is it for your country news. Well, happy we did.
1: But that means you have a chance now to introduce an independent artist. Um, this this is great because, uh, you know, not, we used to have one at the end of every show and now because we were meant to do an episode with independent artists, we've got, like, literally a list of songs for all these people that sent through, um, which we're so grateful for because, like, it's just, they're, they're
0: great songs.
1: This one I haven't heard yet because this was Blaine's choosing.
0: And like Alex says, that... We have got a whole list of them that we'll play on the last episode, but we will work our way through and on our next episode we'll have two more. So to close out our show, we've got an independent artist called Joe Peters and his track, The Whiskey Will. Nice. So just a little bit of background information about Joe. Joe Peters was born in the country music capital of the West Coast, Bakerfield, California. In his youth and early 20s, Joe could be found competing in rodeos, working on the family ranch and playing his guitar. These days, Joe can be seen all over the country playing and singing his songs. Joe performed over 130 shows in 2021, including opening for the likes of Palmer Lee, Granger Smith, Cole Swindle. Joe was recently uh, released his EP, The Whiskey Will, which is a song that we'll be playing and is actively playing shows with artists like Chris Johnson and Tim McGraw. These are just a few of his most recent achievements and uh, he doesn't plan on slowing down in 2022. So catch Joe Peters live in a town near you. And just a tiny bit about the track, The Whiskey Will is a true country song that tells a tale of a man who can't seem to help himself, but in true gentleman fashion, can't, won't take the blame for his actions and puts it to the whiskey to sort things out. So really looking forward to this. Thank you, Joe, for um, sending the track in. and Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you on the next one. See you.
4: I won't call you up and tell you I miss you tonight And I won't say I'm sorry I was wrong and you were right And I won't tell you that I love you And then try to pick a fight, Put the whiskey well And I won't throw my phone across the parking lot Walk back in this bar Hold her up another rack Drop a 20 in the jar, and I won't bum a cigarette. and blow smoke in the dark, but the whiskey will. Girl, With somebody, I won't act like I moved on. I won't ask her what she's drinking. I won't let her drive me home. And I won't ask her to stay so I don't wake up alone.